Welcome to Tech Talk Live, a resource produced by Vision Forward. Low vision and blindness technology, tips, tricks, and information presented in a way that makes sense. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Luke. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome back to Tech Talk Live, the show where we talk about assistive technology live. And uh, today I am joined by Corey Ballard. Hello, I am also live and I'm here to talk about technology. Very true. He's live and he's ready. We also yes. have in the background today, Jonathan. Yes, hello. Welcome to another Tech Talk Live. Thank you, Jonathan. And we also have <laughs> the one, the only, it's Peter Tusik. Hello, Peter. Hello, hello. Oh, this, look at that applause. Oh, the audience is very abrupt. I knew we'd fill this place up. I knew we would. Well, yeah, Thank I you. know. Thank you. I know. Anytime we have Peter on, we know that we're in for a magical ride. So now, did, uh, just start sitting on the floor or on the edge of the room because there you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. find space for you. We'll find space. You know, hang from the ceiling. It's going to be great. Uh, Peter is, of course, the director of uh, strategic partnerships at Humanware. Peter, I don't know. Last time we talked to you, uh, I'm not sure. Were you in that position at that time? I, I don't remember. I, I may have just just been uh, anointed with that position, but I, I think uh, it's been word. a little bit, uh, you know, there have been a few pieces over the last couple of years. So I don't think mm -hmm. so. This might be my inaugural, you know, inaugural uh, participation here yeah, as the I, director I like, uh, of strategic uh, partnerships. Do you feel like I've directed the partnership well thus far? Yeah, this thus far, I would say you've done a brilliant job of directing our, our partnership. <laughs> you, you've uh, you've told us jokes. You've uh, you've uh, asked us questions. Uh, you've answered questions. It's been it's been fantastic. And only been going for forty five seconds. <laughs> right? I mean, I've done all of that in a very short <laughs> yeah, time. You're a, you're a go getter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, yes, and uh, you will continue to do that throughout the episode as we talk about a new product from Humanware, which uh, nobody nobody knows what we're talking about yet, because in the email that I sent out, I uh, couldn't remember the name of the product, sadly, <laughs> so uh, it was uh, it was going to be a surprise. Why wouldn't everybody. you have said that you were purposely teasing people? Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. I was, okay, I, was, good, good, good. I was purposely teasing the audience with a surprise, and it will be a nice surprise. But it before will. we get into all of that, of course, we do have to have our usual joke segment. Uh, uh, actually, before we do that, yeah. Jonathan, uh, our producer here, gave me an interesting tidbit of information yeah. which he wanted me to share. Yes. He wanted me to let everybody know that today is the anniversary of the discovery of helium. It's very close to his heart. This topic. It's, uh, it's a topic which he is personally very invested in. Yes. As uh, on the side, he does manufacture helium and sell it at children's parties. Um, <laughs> is that something you manufacture, Luke? Well, I have no idea. I'm yeah. assuming. It's not a element. I guess so. I have no idea. I also am pretty sure that uh, providing. Uh, Helium yeah. straight to kids <laughs> yeah, um, is not a great business plan. <laughs> True. I well, mean, I don't, you could put them in balloons. <laughs> well, I've heard you Jonathan can't put kids in balloons anymore. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> go. I, I heard that Jonathan likes to turn up at children's parties uh, unannounced with his bottles of helium Fill and the room uh, with just helium. yeah, and just yeah. see if he can flog them, hoping that the children have some spare pocket money. He especially targets the child whose birthday it is on the assumption that they will have the most money. 
yeah, that awesome. particular time. Or at least a piece of cake for him. I learned two things from Luke with this. Anyway, happy helium discovery day, everyone. And that helium comes in bottles. Those are the two things I've taken away Oh, yeah. Yes, Peter. Yes, they do. And apologies if we have some crosstalk between Peter and Jonathan. Sadly, they can't hear each other because we haven't quite finished our setup here. You're right. I didn't even think of that. But no. I'm pretty sure that helium does come in bottles. And if anybody has any other advice, you know, to point toward that not being the case, then please let us know in the chat. Well, helium's don't, helium doesn't only come in bottles. It is a mm. natural no. element. So yeah, it's, not like it just, it's not like there's just bottles flowing <laughs> around. That <laughs> I mean, is lies and disinformation. Right, don't believe right. it, people. Don't believe it. Um, yeah, now, sadly, we were going to have a helium sound effect to celebrate this uh, event, but uh, we were unable to get our sound effect uh, software working. Voice so. changing. Yeah, so maybe helium. next year, on the next anniversary of helium, we will now, we will what? pledge to have that sound effect Honestly, ready. Honestly, I me, can't wait. Nah, me, me neither. Me give neither. me, uh, give me, a, uh, like, what are the chances? Give me some odds that we'll even remember. Oh, I'd say zero yeah. percent. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, good. yeah, but yeah. Uh, well, I like to give people hope, you know. Those that, that'll be the, when Tech those... Talk takes place on a Friday. Oh, good call. Next won't be, yeah, next year it won't be, uh, oh. you know, the date. Oh, yeah, that's a very good yeah. so, so, right, so if we could update the schedule, yeah. let's update the schedule right now. Yeah. Uh, one year from now, we'll be doing it on a Friday. See, this is why Peter is director level, because yeah. he instantly knew that this plan was uh, He's like, this partnership will not work. Exactly. Let me direct exactly. this here, guys. <laughs> um, Peter, are we going to have a, uh, a uh, how, how do they call it, a video bomb from uh, the lovely Ivy May two six today. Well, you oh, never know. I mean, so mm. she's she's on a walk. We'll see. Um, yes, okay. She mm. actually is afraid of balloons, so I'm kind of glad she's not here for this discussion. Not a huge fan of the balloons. Mm. Um, they can be a little bit traumatic for an eighteen month old. So yes, we never know, yes. though. She may show up. I'm sure we will. Uh, not a photo bomb, but there could be an audio bomb because oh, that would be great. I, I'm already looking forward to it. Yes, and I. I will let you know, uh, Peter, that my uh, that our background today is actually a lot of helium balloons. So uh, maybe she doesn't want to look at the screen. <laughs> uh, if the screen's turned on, maybe she doesn't mm. want to look at it. And we're also on camera, too. So she probably doesn't oh. want to yeah, I was going to say that. Yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, anybody who's uh, interested in the ongoing saga, I did indeed go to the courthouse and receive my certificate oh, that's uh, right. last Citizen Thursday. Update. Citizen update. So I am now officially a US citizen. Thank you. I am wearing my. Um, my US flag underpants, uh, in case anybody was wondering, and uh, I, I do, <laughs> I do know at least the first four words to the Star Spangled Banner. So uh, okay, everything is uh, very exciting here. Now let's move on before we just go off on a complete tangent and uh, get onto the joke section, everybody's <laughs> favorite section. Uh, this is a section have, where we tell jokes and read jokes. Yes, Corey. Have we gotten any chats? Suppose we have, and I would oh, love, I would love to read those. We, no, I just want to make sure that the chat was fixed. Yes, last last time we were on, the chat was not working today. Yeah, Zoom we decided do. to make a change and not yeah, tell us. Not so tell that us. Was awesome. That was great. But uh, we do have Good. something in the chat here. So here we go. From Paula, mm -hmm. why did the wildebeests stop playing poker with an elephant? Uh, wildebeest, elephant, poker. Playing poker with an elephant. Pair of ears, big. I'm not sure I understand the punchline to this joke. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I don't know much about wildebeests. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Me neither, yeah. I mean, uh, all right. Well, Peter, any ideas? Why yeah. did the wildebeest? Absolutely none. No, no, no ideas here. But I'll, but so, I'll critique it once I hear the punchline. Okay, so um, the answer is they learned he was a cheater, as in cheater the animal. Now I'm confused why he was an elephant, but then he turned out to be a cheater. Are wildebeest blind? Is no, that why? I, I think I think he I think 
they're just explaining they meant cheetah as in the animal. You leave that part off of the joke. Can, can I say, just briefly... They found out that he's a cheetah. No, no, but, it still does, but the punchline doesn't make sense, though. Because he's an elephant. Why is he a cheetah? I think well, maybe it's a cheetah dressed up like that. <laughs> I, I, I want to bring you... us back to the, to the blindness relevancy here. Uh, Luke yeah. made a quick mention of his citizenship and knowing the first four words of the yeah. Star-Spangled <laughs> yeah. Banner. Yeah. Now, yeah. Do you say that a lot around Vision Forward? Do you just walk around saying, oh, say, can you see? <laughs> hey, that's very cool, Peter. Yeah, that, that's, that's very that's very clever. That's but um, cool. I do actually go around singing it. But uh, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe it's not actually the best idea to do. It so. just it just doesn't seem you know. It doesn't <laughs> seem very. You need to you need to get some more words. I'm hoping because I have the tune along with it, then uh, at least people will understand what I'm going for. But maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you're right. Can, can uh, I just say so? I, in in yes. uh, the the theme of what we'll be talking about today, I did come prepared, uh, but okay, I will, okay. we will be getting to kind of where we. You know where we are with this whole uh, human wear mystery piece here. Sure, sure, sure. We're, we're going to be talking a bit about travel, and I did come yes, with some. Of course, I came with some some travel jokes, and you know, it would it would just wouldn't be me without bringing these these this A list material to the table. I always like to try my new jokes out here. Um, usually, is you know sure. kind of the, the best place to do that. So, no, definitely, you need to get the reaction before you take it live on right. stage. So yep, the, I get it. the yep. joke I have for for both of you is: What yes. did the ocean say to the shore? Mm -hmm. Ocean said to the shore, it said, um, how are you today, shore? It's a very good guess. Very good guess. <laughs> Thank you. Say how are you today to the shore. <laughs> Would you like me to say hi? Sure. sure. Yeah. Why don't I, anybody in the chat know the answer? Why, what did the ocean say to the shore? Uh, Jonathan, any ideas? What, what did the ocean say to the shore, Jonathan? If I know the answer, can I say it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, sure. that's what we're here for. Um, well, it probably wouldn't say anything. It would probably just wave. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> quick on the, quick on the Googles and, uh, he is. And Maria in the chat here had uh, actually slightly before Jonathan had said it, oh. had also put the answer into the chat. So nice. Uh, nice they got me. They yeah. got me ahead of time. Yeah, only just so. It was Jeopardy very close. rules. Um, that was a good one, Peter. Any, do you have any more? Oh, you know he's got more. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, do I have more? Of course <laughs> I have more. Why did the librarian get kicked off of the plane? Hmm. Um, because they didn't book a ticket. Oh, that's not a book. No, I don't think that's good enough, though. It's not through a book at something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Which, it was of... overbooked. Hey. Nice. I was close. I was yeah, close. You were on it. Oh, you were yeah, right. the word book. So. <laughs> I'd like to, at this point, I would like to read one from Marcy, a joke okay. from here. Okay. What is black and white and red all over? A newspaper. Uh, newspaper, yeah. You know, that would be my usual answer. Yeah. But Marcy's gone a different route here. A bashful zebra. Oh. Uh -huh. Thank you, Marcy. Now, of course, in England we say zebra, but now I'm that's an American, true. I said zebra because I know that that's so proud how, of we, how we do it here. We've got one from our a staff member, Mary, who okay. sends corny jokes on Fridays. Mm. How do you make a octopus laugh? Uh, hmm, octopus has got eight legs. You, uh... Uh, hmm, tell it what you ate. No, uh, you uh, tickle it. No. Yeah. Um, You're close. I am. Yeah, oh, you give you... it tentacles. 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 I'll give myself one last one from the travel department. Where? Where do sharks? This is very fitting. Where do sharks go on vacation? Hmm. They've got Finland. 
You got it, Luke. Yeah. Got it. Nice. Look All right, very good, Peter. Thank you for coming prepared. We, yes, oh, we do I, appreciate I that. Again, this is why now Peter is the director of strategic partnerships. He has this nothing to talk about the new product, but he did No, have right. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the surprise of the show is there isn't even a new no, product to talk about. He's just here to tell travel jokes <laughs> the whole time. All right, Peter. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the show. And uh, it's very nice to have you. We've had you at least twice uh, on the show before. And um, it's always a pleasure. And you have come on the show today to tell us about a human web product that I don't believe has officially released as of yet. But you did, uh, you did reveal it at a conference, I believe. I'll tell you what. Why don't you jump in it and just tell us all about it? I like no. I like the method where you just say <laughs> Make you know, kind of speculations <laughs> and, and things about and then what don't may give or may him a chance at all. Have to all to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, Pete, go on. So thanks so much for having me. First of all, I, I always appreciate the opportunity. And I know uh, we had kind of discussed this far earlier in the summer, so yes. it's always uh, it's nice when you know when these things do come up, and I think, oh, awesome! I get to jump on with Luke and Corey and and Jonathan. It's nice to meet you, even though you can't hear me. Uh, it is nice to meet you. I'm going to well. relay the message. Uh, Jonathan Peter says it's nice to meet you, even though you can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to see you, even though I can't. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, very nice. So I I'm I'm glad to be here, um, and I love coming on and, and kind of talking technology. I know we've previously talked about. The Victor Reader Trek. I believe mm. we've talked about Braille products. Yes. Uh, I work primarily with our blindness products, both kind of on the back end and on the front end side. So I, I manage a team of product specialists to still do a lot of training um, and, and kind of working with boots on the ground, ears to the ground, um, being in schools and being around our end users. I am an end user myself as someone who's mm -hmm. totally blind. And so it, it's good to come back. And one of the reasons why I was excited to come back is we were in and at the cusp of launching a new product. And we did, um, you know, we did talk about this at the conventions this summer. So both at NFB and ACB. So this is not a, a mystery, so to speak, but it really hasn't been talked about uh, on any sort of podcast or, or show. So this is the first place where it's going to get some, not only some mention, but also some demonstration. You'll be able to hear the product um, and kind awesome. of understand its functionalities. That's great. With that being said, there will be a webinar on September 1st uh, that myself and Matthew Paquette, who is our new product manager for the Victor Reader line of products um, in, the, in the Trek line of products, we will both be present um, and we'll be doing a more in-depth, uh, very, very much in-depth sort of dive into the product. So keep that in mind. Peter, do you uh, do you happen to have a, a link to that or something I could put in the chat? Anything like I that? will. Uh, it's it's the the e-blast will go out, Luke. And what I'll do is I'll have you do do I'll have you get it for the show notes. I don't have it with me, uh, but I'll make sure we can we can get it uh, to you because when we do our our sharing and the product itself will launch next Wednesday, so the twenty third okay. of August. I'll make sure we can share that info because I don't even have it myself. Yep. Um, the, but the webinar will be September 1st. There will be two offerings, one for our UK friends that'll be at um, 2 o'clock UK time, and then we'll do one at 8 o'clock PM Eastern uh, here in the US. So we will do two, two webinars that day. Um, you can feel free to join. And then, all, of course, they'll be archived as they always are available on our HW Buddy app and other places as well. So, so uh, we, do have, um, we do have handouts for our uh, shows. So what I'm going to suggest people do if they want to uh, get this link is uh, give it, what, a few days uh, to get Yeah, I should have or? it by tomorrow.
I okay, yeah, so about... tomorrow, if not later right, today. Great. So wait until uh, tomorrow, and I will go ahead and put that link into the uh, handout for this show. And you can find those by going to vision-forward.org forward slash tech talk live. And then I think, do we have a link to the handouts yep. in there? Yeah. Um, so there'll be a link to the handout. So if you just look um, for the, um, the handout for this show and the link to the webinar that Peter's talking about will be put into there. So, so the product uh, that I haven't mentioned yet, uh, the product that is coming is going to be a standalone GPS product that we have been working on for quite some time. Uh, Humanware is no stranger to GPS. We've, we've been a player in this space since the early 2000s. Um, and if and even earlier, um, we've had products like the Trekker Maestro, uh, the Trekker Breeze, the Breeze Plus, amongst other uh, products, including the Victor Reader Trek, which we still support and still yeah. have updated. Well, we certainly, it is not going anywhere, and I'll be talking about that. But the new product is going to be called the Stellar Trek. Um, and the Stellar Trek is going to be getting us back to a standalone GPS product. Uh, much as we had with the, you know, the kind of the, the Breeze and Breeze Plus, so a dedicated mm -hmm. unit. Um, we're not thinking of it as a, an audio consuming device. It is not a Victor Reader product. It, it has zero Victor Reader um, sort of essence to it. So all of that audio content piece, uh, streaming radio and all of that, books, talking books, recording notes, that is not on the product. This is a dedicated travel device. We, we kind of have been working on this behind the scenes because we are going to be introducing artificial intelligence um, due to the product having cameras. The product has two cameras on it. Uh, those cameras are used for a couple of, of features, one being to identify text in your environment. And the other, there's a wide angle camera that we'll be using to kind of augment your travel experience in identifying doors and also addresses. And I'll be, I'll be talking about that. Nice. So again, it's a, it's a product that lives in our sort of standalone GPS ecosystem. Um, it is going to be able to do everything we've, we've done to this point with, with some more features. And so I'll be going into what those features are. It is really meant for somebody who wants a single sort of push button solution to a navigation aid. You know, it is meant to enhance or augment your travel experience. It will never be a replacement for a, a dog guide. It will never be the re a replacement for your using your cane, having those good orientation mobility skills. I've said that before on this podcast, I've had people come up to me on at shows and say that they're their GPS product led them into the middle of the street. And I will always say, oh, why geez. did you go? Why did you go <laughs> yeah, in the middle right, of the street? Right, that right. is not the, the product is not, you are smarter than a GPS device. So again, it will I don't know that you, I am, but um, I appreciate it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't talking to you specifically. I meant, <laughs> I meant the listeners, you know, not you, trust me. There's always, you know, caveats to pretty much everything to say. <laughs> but, but it is something that, you know, we, we, we've had, we've been a player in for a long time and this is kind of the next iteration of it. Peter, a quick question then. So uh, the Trekker Breeze uh, will still be still be being made, and uh, so sorry, the Trekker Breeze. I'm sorry, the Victor, I'm sorry, the Victor Trek is what I meant. Yeah. To say. So the Victor that Reader will Trek will still be around. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So the Victor okay. Reader Trek is not going anywhere. We just yeah. re uh, released a major map update to the Victor Reader Trek in nice. May of this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we updated all of the here maps, which are what we will be using on the Victor Reader Trek as well as on the Stellar Trek. Here maps are used in autonomous autonomous vehicle research. Um, they're they're comparable to Google Maps. Certainly, is is we're really glad to have them. And you know, we we the the, the Victor Reader Track is not going anywhere. Okay. Um, I would not be surprised. You know, of course, there will be more map updates, but also there could be feature updates moving forward. That product and, is not going away, and we'll still and the, sell uh, the, and support the Victor Stream second generation. That's also available, right? If you just want that is also book, available, and yeah. certainly will be continued to be supported and sold. Um, and, you know, I, as I tell everyone, it's no secret. We put out a survey last year 
um, to assess and gather feedback on the Victor Reader stream. I have read and, and I certainly pay attention to lots of user lists where there's quite a bit of odd information, misinformation, various pieces floating around. Um, there is not a new Victor Reader product. I've also read that we've, it's taken us ages uh, from that survey. And I will say that any development time for a company like Humanware or anyone, your standard turnaround on product from concept to completion is anywhere from 18 to 24 months. Mm -hmm. We were at about that 18 month window from when we put that survey out. So again, even if, we, you know, if there was a new product that was in development, even if we had started the day after that survey closed, we would still be in that window. So we need to be conscious of that. And that's just the way the world works. I know we've kind of come to expect products at a very fast clip um, in innovation and that's, and that's great, but awesome. to develop a product, we have to look at a, at a realistic product a development cycle, which is, which is when you gate things properly uh, to make sure you can produce products at scale, it's going to take you at least a year and a half to two, two and a half years to build and anything that can be scalable. I, I would say that uh, that's, uh, a spe that's even more the, the case at the moment with all the supply chain issues that was caused by COVID and everything. It's, like, it's it been seems very, like everything's got delayed and everything's more difficult been delayed, to produce. And as yeah. a result, the prices have gone up and yeah. we've yeah. seen it on our products. Mm -hmm. uh, all of our products have had to take price increases. And yeah. I give two examples and they're both on, a, on the Victor Reader track. There are other products I can point to, but there's a component on the Victor Reader track that we were using for four years. This component came, uh, it was, I believe it was $6.91. Mm -hmm. And the, the, during the pandemic, um, what, what started happening was supply chain is, is a very blanket term for a lot of people doing a lot of strange things, taking advantage of shipping situations and all sorts of pieces. Mm -hmm. That component went from $6.91 to $106. Oh my and God. We, can't, we, we cannot produce products unless we buy things in quantity. So when we, yeah. when we do that, um, we have to, at some point, we can't eat those costs. Not only does that happen, but also, and, and we've you know, had, our, had our moments with this, you will find a lot of middlemen who now come into the market offering components that they simply don't have. They're, they're mm -hmm. just looking for, I can undercut that $106 price with an $82 price and they don't even have the product and they just take, take you for a ride. So oh, wow. hmm. there's been a lot of that um, combined with, of course, the, the lockdowns in major ports. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Humanware does not produce all of our products in one country. They are not produced in China. They're not produced in you know, India. We have a number of countries that are part of our parts allocations. And so we, we do that in, in seven countries. Our products are assembled um, and for the most part manufactured in the United States and Canada. We do have other countries that play a role. And this could be anything from boxes to wires uh, that will be in different, you know, di different areas. So mm -hmm. it is something that has been a very, 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 it, it's been very trying. Um, and we've certainly had to take some, some price increase and that has 100% played into the, the development time on products, sure, because if sure. you can't get components mm -hmm. uh, at a reasonable cost, your yeah. entire development cycle gets thrown off because yeah, you, I can't, mean, you, you can't, you can't do large scale manufacturing with a new product. If you can't get the components you need to build yeah. the product. So it's, it's been tough. And then we've been undercut by the large players. So uh, we don't right, buy right, things right. 20, 30, 40, 50,000 at a time. We mm -hmm. buy them a couple hundred at a time yeah, component sure, wise, sure, and sure. we get pushed to the bottom of the barrel as yeah. do many. AT companies. And we've seen yeah, a lot yeah. of assistive technology go through shortages and, yeah. and, and uh, be on back order. So, yeah. you know, uh, the Victor stream is not going anywhere. Uh, the, the Victor reader track will still continue to be supported, but the stellar track is going to be a new product uh, that we're really looking to enhance and, and bring forward our, our orientation mobility space. Thanks to uh, the existing here maps, all of the pieces, which I'll be talking about. And then again, the 
advent of the cameras on the device, uh, bringing right. us the ability to get text in our environment, then also work with some AI to start and really address the final 30 feet. Uh, what happens when we reach our destination? Can we find the address? Can we find text on the window about what the business is? What are the hours? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, where is the door? Uh, all of those things start to come into play at version 1.0. And then we start to augment them as we go forward. Think about lots of ways that AI is being used um, in, in machine learning and things to, to move forward. So, and, the, and that's so cool, Peter, because a lot of times I found with GPS solutions, it's the last 20 feet mm. that is the hardest. When, when you're blind or visually impaired. Yeah, it can get you in the vicinity, but then. I shouldn't say the, the hardest, obviously. You know, I'm not discounting the travel and skill it takes to get there, yeah, but yeah. You know, getting to the, the, the address or getting to the business mm. is, is sort of the easy part. It's that last 20 feet. Now, where is the actual door versus all the windows? Where mm. there's three or four doors, which is the right one, which is the right and address? Even, and, even and if you're experienced You know, yeah. how many times, yeah. I, I mean, I do this, I do this all the time. I, I get somewhere. I, I think I'm close. Uh, I'm, I want to pick up a sandwich. I open the door and I'm like, yeah, this smells like uh, perfume. You know, this yes, is not my sandwich awesome. shop. <laughs> uh, and I certain I go in and they're like, oh, no, go next door. You know, or, or mm -hmm. we, you know, but again, what, what we want to and, and nothing. I don't think we'll get to a point in the near future where we'll fully replace our need to ask questions and, and use our those sorts of skill. But I, sure. I think as we go forward, we will see this use of AI machine learning, you know, really start to zero in on not just can we find the door uh, are we at the correct address can we identify text in our environment but mm -hmm. you know bus stops getting getting lights there are some wonderful new apps out there that can do pedestrian crossing signal detection that are very reliable and again it's never going to replace your skill but it is going to be a reality and we need to be looking at those things and indoor navigation being the final frontier as well and not just indoor navigation but a standard um so Again, something we need to be conscious of that we will be, will be looking at as we move forward now that we have a product that will have these cameras. Sure. Cool. I thought space was the final frontier. You said the indoor navigation. But That's I'm what you sure thought. It's space. That's what yeah. you thought. What, you know, do you want to rethink <laughs> some things? <Luke? laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, I don't want to say you're wrong without, I mean, but you're wrong. I mean, it's at the start of every single episode of Star Trek. Yeah, but they didn't have indoor navigation at that point. Uh, now we do. Yeah, so and their now, eyes were. Oh, wait, so we're more advanced yeah. than they were on Star Trek? Yeah, Captain Picard would be like, holy cow, <laughs> I changed everything. It's actually indoor that's the final frontier. <laughs> so um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to yeah, share. Should we take a look at their product here? Yeah, let's take a look. So I'm going to share my camera, and I'll talk about the physical description, oh, and I'll kind of give us the, the lay of the land button-wise um, and, and some of the functionality. And we'll actually hear it in action as well. So let me share my camera. And again, I'm using a... Uh, sorry, yeah. Pete, we do, we do have a, um, a question in the chat here, which I'll just throw at you while, while I'm seeing it yeah. here. Will, uh, is, uh, Jim asks, will the Stellar require a cellular connection? It will not. So it, uh, uh, all of the maps will be housed on board. Mm -hmm. I will talk about map management. Uh, they will be on board. No need for cellular. Everything yes. is offline. You will have data you know, coming through the satellites to, to, to kind of give you your, your positioning and all of that. Mm -hmm. But as far as needing a cellular connection, no. And we were always asked, why can't we have that? And I say, you know, again, to get a device that re that uses data, you have to do a lot from the FCC standpoint mm -hmm. to get a device approved. You mm -hmm. also then have to replicate that in country after country. Uh, the European Union has very different standards than the United States or Canada. So when you start to talk about data and cellular data, it's wonderful, but you need some serious bandwidth 
to get that product approved uh, across the board. And even even for these devices, we still we go through medical device certification in Europe. We go through various all kinds of certifications, um, and that would just be an entirely new layer. So fortunately, no, you do not need cellular. And this is a great use case for the product. You know, it, it is something that we find those users who are newer to blindness, who struggle with touchscreen technology, uh, this is a perfect fit for them. I am an iPhone user. I used all kinds of travel apps. But I'll say last week, I took my daughter for a walk uh, on my back. And I, I, I don't know about anybody else, but when my hands, when I have a cane in one hand, my daughter on my back, or I'm carrying a bag, or I'm doing something, I don't have the ability to one-handedly use my iPhone. And so I had a Trek, uh, I had the Stellar Trek with me on my belt, and I know my neighborhood very well. But it was very reassuring to know where I was, um, to know I could go exploring, and, and to have that feedback as I cruised. So again, the the, the use cases are there. Um, the battery drain that it that it, the GPS takes on your phone, some of those mm-hmm. pieces that cellular data mm-hmm. can really um, be a great thing, but it can also, you know, we we know that this product kind of fits into a a, a different sort of niche. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. So I'm going to share my right. camera here, and let me know, Luke, if you see this. Yep. Okay. Sure and do. again, if I need to move it, I can. Yeah, let's uh, bring it to audio a little bit, maybe. Yeah, let's do that. How's that? Yep, looking good. Looking, looking good. good. All right. Yep. It'll be about as good as we get. Uh, I, this is kind of an older uh, webcam that I have, but the product is on camera. And what we have is a very simple, very clean interface. I'll try to describe this to everybody who is uh, like me and is totally blind because you want to know what it looks like and feels like. It is a it is a very simple product about the size of a an old sort of Nokia type of phone uh, with an antenna on it. This device is not of an antenna, but I'm trying to give you a sense of if you would have felt one of those phones at about 2004 or five. The device has a simple top interface. There are only about seven buttons up here. The very furthest away from you, the device is, is blank. There's nothing on the top face. As you come toward yourself, you will feel a series of buttons. You have a five way directional keypad with a confirm button in the middle. So you're up, down, left, right, and confirm. You then have two buttons above the keypad and two buttons below the keypad. The two buttons above the keypad, the top left has a, it's marked with a a horizontal line and that is your back button. The top right is your go-to button. And again, they're different sizes. We always try to make our products, every button has to be, have have some kind of differentiation, Mm -hmm. be it size or tactile marking. Um, So you have a go-to button on the top right, the top left button being your back. Bottom left is your where am I button telling you your direction of travel, um, your next intersection, you know, that, that relevant information, what address you're near. And the bottom right button is the voice button because we do support dictation on Ooh, this device. Very nice. Um, you will be able to dictate at launch. This will be in edit field. This is not data or smart dictation. You're not going mm. to say directions to the nearest McDonald's. Mm-hmm. What you're going to do is you will be able to speak the name of your city, speak the name of your street name, speak your address mm-hmm. number, into those fields. And that is our, again, this this will and should evolve. But at first, it's our first try at, we know a lot of users struggle with the text entry methods on these devices. Um, and we certainly can enter text using the directional keypad, which I'll, I'll demonstrate. We can also enter text using a Bluetooth keyboard oh, um, nice. as well. But you, cert- you can use voice dictation as well to 
um, enter enter information. Peter, I have to uh, just pick you up on that a second because uh, uh, I know in the past, like onboard dictation uh, hasn't necessarily been the most accurate. Um, the, the stuff that you know utilizes the uh, the internet tends to be a yeah. little bit more accurate these days. Although I'm sure a lot of Siri users would uh, would like to disagree <laughs> with that, but for the most part, um, it does tend to be a little bit better. So, how have you found the dictation uh, that's in the Stella? So because it's so limited to scope, you know, the scope is so small that mm -hmm. it's it's been very accurate. I mean, you're that only saying sense. city names, street names. Sure, you're sure, not sure. you're not using it to dictate messages or, you know, yeah. and it it is it's been reliable. I am sure though, I mean, our ultimate goal is to bring in a Siri like, you know, a, an actual assistant type of mm -hmm. dictation where you could say um, you know, uh, directions to 226 Sutter Street, Barrelville, Maryland. Um, and it would do that for you. You know, we, we know that. Uh, I think one of the pieces, though, we have to keep it offline. You know, we, sure, we do not. Sure. And there's two reasons. One is, as we know, uh, from a private privacy standpoint, a lot of that stuff that goes back and forth requires all sorts of certification as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the servers and, and what it takes to do that, even if we were doing it just while we were at home, would require a bit of work. So it will need to be offline. Um, and we don't have the, the luxury of, you know, having that that data. Uh, when we're out and about. So it's going to be housed offline. And I think we'll see that being a positive so that we can refine its performance. I, yeah. is it perfect? No. I mean, I don't, I've yet to find any dictation that that's perfect. Sure. sure, sure. Um, but it is, it, it's done really well and I can demonstrate it. I'll, I'll demonstrate it as well. Okay. how it works and, and we'll see it in action and, and maybe it will okay. spectacularly fail and I'll look really <laughs> I, I certainly hope it's not. a live demo <laughs> yeah you know it's yeah, yeah, yeah. a good live demo yeah, there so, you go. uh, Peter quickly sorry another question in the chat here from Joe Lisa um, asking and I'm, we're probably jumping ahead here but asking how much the item costs and whether it speaks in uh, languages other than English so we'll get there okay. so again top face very simple and clean uh, you have your 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 button interface here I'm going to turn it maybe we can see the left side of the device here we just have two buttons. We have our volume buttons. Those will also control the speech rate or the speed of your TTS. So again, very, very simple. Uh, on the left edge, only two buttons, volume up, volume down. If you push them together, that will toggle you to control your speed um, of, your, of, your, of your speech voice. Mm -hmm. On the right side of the device, two buttons. You have your power button, which functions as a sleep on, sleep off, much like an iPhone. Um, when the device is on, you can put it in standby. The battery life is about 20 plus hours, so Ooh, more nice. than more than enough for a full day of travel, if not more. Mm -hmm. You also have a record button here, which is common on all of our GPS products, because one thing that does set the device apart from, and it always has from iPhone applications or others, is the ability to drop landmarks in your environment. Nice. This is similar to how a sighted person drops a pin um, and, and says, meet me here. And then they, you know, they have this pin that they can they can drop. When we, when we cruise, we oftentimes, and I do this a lot, especially in unfamiliar environments, I will drop a landmark at the, my hotel entrance or at uh, some, you know, maybe the entrance to, a, to an, something in an open area. Uh, when we go to large sporting events, I'll drop one at the car. And you can navigate to those or when you, when you, you know, cross them in your environment, they will be announced to you. So I certainly, um, you know, we use this a lot and the record button is used to record a four second audio landmark. With this product, you will be able to name those with text as well. Should you want to, you can go in later and name them um, with, with text or re-record them as you've always been able to do. But now you can actually name those landmarks with text. And again, you would use those as cues as you, as you traverse your environment. Um, when you pass one of those landmarks, when you're within about that 15 to 20 foot circumference of where you drop that pin, it's going to announce it to you so you know where you are. Those landmarks can also be used as destinations. Um, you can navigate to them in open areas 
And when you do that, it's great for a college campus. You're going to be getting more of a, as the crow flies directions, clock face directions, because you're, you're not on a street grid at that point, if you're in mm. open area mode. So mm-hmm. it can be very useful when you're hiking, when you're, I was up in the boundary waters up in Northern Minnesota for a week in June. And I had the product with me. Um, and I did, we did about 60, 70 miles of canoeing and rowing and all kinds of real intense backpack backwoods wilderness camping. And, uh, I was not, you know, that is a very tough environment for somebody who's totally blind. There's mm-hmm. 0.0 uh, maintenance of those places because it's meant to be unkempt wilderness. So I was dropping pins at the, at the fire pit and I was limitedly kind of getting out into the woods, but it, there's no trails. There's nothing is very, very uh, maintained up there, but it, it was very neat to be able to know that should I need to, I can get back to my, back to my campsite. Nice. That's cool. So again, the, the buttons are the other piece to note here. It is USB-C. Uh, we're using USB-C for charging. Um, as well as if we need to hook it up to a computer to import or export roots, um, pre-recorded roots. Those are roots are basically a recording of your steps or your movements uh, so that you can walk a route with somebody who is sighted or, or an instructor and then retrace those, those steps or backtrack those steps if you don't want simple turn-by-turn instructions. Um, could be another great use case for somebody who is newer to vision loss um, and, and will be walking the same route every day to go grab a cup of coffee. Uh, you know, you, you can save those routes and certainly re- relaunch them and backtrack them to get to and from your starting and ending points. In addition, you can always do turn-by-turn instructions in pedestrian or vehicle mode as well. Mm-hmm. We do have an eighth-inch audio jack, and that's how I, I am connected here uh, to my mixer. So I'm going to wake the device up, and you can hear it speak. All right. Sleep on. Let's Ooh, uh, get explore. It. There we go. Searching for satellites. Now, I hope you can hear that. Let me know if it's yeah, it sounds right. great. Sounds good. Um, yep. So it, it's coming through. And what this is, is we are now in explore mode. And I want to just briefly talk a little bit about how we enter information. The, the device does have a couple of modes for text entry. Um, it will use a virtual keyboard and you can set that to either be the QWERTY layout. So think of when you use an Apple TV or for those of you who use a fire fire TV or Apple TV, any of those, those, um, set top sort of devices that allow you to, to, to stream content. You can navigate the virtual keyboard with your arrow keys, or you, you can have a QWERTY layout or an ABC layout. We know that a lot of folks may not be familiar with the QWERTY keyboard in their head. So QWERTY makes no sense, but ABCDEFG makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so you will have a grid type of keyboard as well. Uh, when you're entering text, it's a matter of navigating the keyboard and pressing confirm on the letter you'd like to enter. Uh, I'll demonstrate that. We're going to do a little bit of a going to an address uh, in a moment here. Um, and we also have a new mode. So in adi- again, in addition to the orientation, we do have some OCR and I will be doing a quick OCR demonstration as well. And so Peter, I assume that the OCR is utilizing the cameras and you'd mentioned there's two cameras. Those are both on the back of the device, are they? So there are two cameras. I've just flipped the device over and I don't know if you can see them. If you bring it down I a little bit toward you. you can. Oh, there we go. That's perfect. So there are two cameras on the, on the back side of the device. They are at the top of the device. When you're holding the device up, they are, they are, you know, pointing away from you at the top back of the device. One is a, a camera that is more of a narrow focus camera meant for OCR. That is meant to gather text in your environment. And there are two OCR or optical character recognition modes to identify text. One is quick reading. That is, think of that as a rapid fire. I use this a lot when I'm walking down a street it will gather any text in your environment. Whatever you point the camera at, if it sees text, it will immediately begin to read. Very similar to quick reading uh, when you use seeing AI. Mm-hmm. When, you, when your camera identifies text, boom, it reads it back to you. The second is detailed reading, which is what I'll be doing a demonstration of, and that is for full page reading. 
uh, where you can take a picture of a piece of mail. Uh, in this case, we're going to be looking at a recipe, um, you know, and, and, and you can gather that information. So it will have two cameras. The uh, first is for OCR. The second is for address recognition and door detection. That is a 180 degree camera. Uh, that is a wide angle camera meant to really take in a lot more of your environment so that it can try to tell you where a door may be. The way it works is when you get into detection modes, which I'll demonstrate. So when I have the product on, I'm out and about, I've reached a destination. I want to get a little more, a little, little bit more information about my environment. Maybe that address recognition, or maybe I want to take a picture of some text. If I press and hold my up arrow. Mm -hmm. Detection modes. Address confirmation. I have three detection modes. The first is address confirmation. And the way this works is, and it won't work down here. If I hit confirm, I'm, in, I'm down here. I'm in my basement. So we're not going to be doing any address <laughs> confirmation. Um, the way it works, though, is it, it, it functions in that I press confirm and I will receive a series of tones if my camera can detect a door or a house number. Yeah. So if it doesn't see anything, you won't get any feedback. If it sees a door, you will start to get done, done, done. Dun, 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 dun. And as those beeps become more rapid, your accuracy or confidence level of the camera is, is higher of the device. So if you just get one bump, okay, maybe it saw the corner of something. It might've seen a door, but you need mm. to kind of use your, your, your sort of scanning technique um, to kind of move your camera around until you get a, a series of rapid beeps and then take mm. a picture. And it will tell you if a door or house number is present, and how far away that door is. How uh, good is it at discerning between doors and windows just out of interest? Well, it's uh, it's a work in progress. It's a mm. really good question. If anybody has tried the new iOS with door detection, you have you do have a bit of the same issue. Mm. There are a lot of glass doors out there. Oh, yeah, sure. That, yeah, yeah. that do not, you know, and if sunlight's reflecting off of them, it could see mm. them as windows. Or sometimes it will it will see them as two doors. You know, you oftentimes have a door next to a next to a window, right, especially right. at a commercial establishment or a doctor's office, or where you have the kind of swinging door and then the the, the, the big glass pane next to it. Mm -hmm. What what I found is in, a, in address detection is great, but what I what address I find if I can't get it to work, I will press my right arrow and instead of doing address confirmation, quick mm -hmm. reading, I will come over to quick reading. Mm. And what that does is it just looks for text in my environment. And a lot of times I can find out more quickly what a business is by the text on the right, door right, or right, window yeah. than that I can from knowing its address. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is useful. And, and again, this is very much rapid fire. Um, it, it looks for text in your environment and it reads it back to you and takes a picture every you know second, second and a half. Um, and any text it sees, it pulls. I find this extremely useful uh, when I'm walking around. So that is there. And I'm going to come over to the right one more time. Detailed reading. And we have detailed reading. And this is what we'll do in a moment where we actually take a picture of a page of text um, and, it, and it reads back what is in our, you know, on our page. We can navigate so those text blocks. So that feature real, I mean, the that, um, that detailed text there isn't even necessarily navigation related. It's just a, no, a handy tool for accessing more so, printed text. Yeah, more so just, you, you know, something you may use at home. Yeah, and, sure. and it because you know we, we yeah you you may want you maybe when you enter that restaurant they might hand you a menu hopefully yeah, totally. <laughs> they yeah, might right. not need you to take a qr code uh <laughs> hopefully they hand you a menu or you know if you can't find one online they give you a paper one mm -hmm. and you can take a nice picture of it and get some detailed right. reading on it uh, totally. as opposed to just the, the quick reading is good but it's really meant for quickly capturing text in your environment i mm -hmm. uh, i use it you know when i'm going through boxes in my cabinet for instance i need a quick picture detailed of this boom, and i'm going to get a an idea of what that box is and move on to the next can or box yeah, or bottle yeah. mm -hmm. um, where detailed reading is when I need the instructions, when I need the serving size, when I need 
And I'm not saying I pay attention to serving sizes, trust me. But uh, <laughs> you can then pull that detailed uh, text out. I feel like your lovely wife does all of the cooking in your house anyway. Because, uh... I, you feel and you know correct. Uh, you know very well. <laughs> I, am, I am extremely fortunate to have a a phenomenal cook. Yes, uh, I as, can. As I can wife. definitely vouch for that. She part. is. She is. <laughs> it's impressive. And actually, we're going to take a picture of her cookbook here in a second um, to to read a recipe. And uh, for the record, she does not use cookbooks, but we have tons of them. She just kind of invents things, but uh, we, we do have tons of cookbooks around here. Um, <laughs> the other piece, I do want to do a little bit of a demonstration on how we would get to an address and, and do a little bit on this uh, text uh, entry feature. I have created, so the product itself will launch on the 23rd of August. Accompanying the launch, there will be snapshot tutorial videos that I've created. I'm up to about nine. Hopefully by launch, I'll have about 12 of them done. Nice. Those will be very simple snapshots allowing you to learn how do I enter an address? How do I pair a Bluetooth keyboard? How do I connect to Wi-Fi uh, to manage my maps? How do I do all of these things? And presumably um, and these will be on the uh, HumanWare website. They will be on the HumanWare website. And they will also, also be in the HW Buddy, which is our HumanWare application for iOS sure. and Android. Okay. Um, they will be up there as well. In addition to text how-to guides, um, will be up there as well. So a lot of resource material will be there. Again, we'll be doing the webinar on, on September 1st. Um, the, the device itself, you will be able to manage maps at launch via Wi-Fi. Um, the maps will be, you know, you, you, you will be able to manage them. And I've created videos on how to do this, but you're going to be pulling maps to and from the device as needed. You will get about five to six maps at a time on the device. Um, they are large. They're a lot larger than those of you who had Victor Reader tracks. You can put the entire United States on the device. And that's not possible here because we're using high definition maps. Mm. So they are a little bit different. Um, we still have the virtual exploration, which is phenomenal. I use it all the time uh, to be able to learn about an environment before I go. Um, and be able to walk the street grid before I even get to my destination. Um, I do this before I go to conferences, before I hit the road. I'll be in DC next week. I'm going to be doing it there uh, before I have a meeting um, in, in Washington, DC, and certainly love to get the lay of the land before I go. So all of those features are still there, but the maps side of things, you're going to need to manage um, you know, over Wi-Fi, and they will download and, and kind of be, be brought to the device. There will be an offline map management mechanism moving forward. Uh, it's not at the device um, at, at launch. Won't so will it come uh, preloaded with any maps? Or it you will just, not. You just go ahead and get the ones that it you It will need not. So together. part of the device, what we've done, uh, which is a departure from previous devices, is we have a startup wizard that walks you through mm. your button orientation, walks mm -hmm. you through pairing a Bluetooth device, such as a keyboard if you have one, um, also walks you through connecting to Wi-Fi, uh, as well as map management. So what maps nice. do you want on your device? And I've created videos walking you through the startup wizard, as well as all of those other individual pieces. I know well. that some so, of your uh, low vision devices have got startup wizards as well, like the yeah. uh, the Reveal 16i, for example. And yeah, they're definitely handy for getting stuff set up before you uh, Getting things place. going, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it gives you a nice orientation and kind of walks you through some of the steps. And then if you need right. to do other things later, that's why we have all the videos and how-tos. Sure, sure. uh, I've created them because I want you to be able to feel comfortable that well, I don't want to install maps now. I want this thing to work. But then, gosh, I need to go install some maps. Right, uh, right. How do I do that? And mm -hmm. so uh, we, we, we will have videos on, on diving into those pieces. I'm going to go to an address here just to give you a quick sense of this dictation. Uh, let's, um, let's press our go-to key. So I'm going to press my go-to key again, the top right uh, button on my keypad here. Select a landmark as your destination. One landmark. Here we go. 
This is my house. All right. <laughs> now, Chicago, this landmark, uh, I dropped that in front of my door. Press confirm to start route in pedestrian mode. And what you're hearing is when I hit go to, it says, here's here's some landmarks you have pre-saved. Mm -hmm. uh, that one was a an audio landmark, but I could, you know, start getting directions to that landmark. If I mm -hmm. use my down arrow, I could enter virtual map browsing mode at that landmark where it would then put me on the street grid. Uh, I could I could do a lot of things. What I want to do though is manually enter an address. So I'm going to press my left arrow. Enter an address. And we hear enter an address. So I'm going to press mm -hmm. confirm. Select a country, one country, United States. Now you can download maps from glo their global map availability. So you no longer have to get special keys and things. You know, we, we have many, many countries now. I think we're up to something like 30 something countries, nice. uh, if not more. There are all the European countries. We have several countries in the Middle East and North Africa, as well as countries, um, you know, Australia, New Zealand, um, and, and others. So we're, we're, we're limited on the Asian offerings at this point. We're, we're going down that road, though, and getting a lot more Asian and South and Central American countries. But uh, everything else is kind of here. I only have one map installed, I think, on this unit. So I'm just going to press confirm on United States. Select a state. Two states. I have two states. Illinois. Uh, Illinois, and I think I have Missouri. Uh, I was recently at the International AER Conference. Hopefully I saw somebody there who may be uh, on, on here today. But uh, I'm going to press confirm on Illinois. Enter city name. Q. Now, at, Chicago. This, at this point, press go to, to confirm. it says enter city name. And the last city I entered was Chicago. Now, what I'm going to do uh, is demonstrate the dictation feature here. So again, I could navigate my keyboard. I'm in the QWERTY layout. If I press my right arrow, W-E-R-T-Y. We're navigating across that top row of characters, Q-W-E-R-T-Y, U-I, and so on. If I wanted to enter a character, I could press confirm, and it would drop it in. Here, I just put in a T Y. Let's put it a T. All right, so we put in a Y and a T. If I want to have read back to me what I've entered, I could press my voice key. Just tap it. it y T. And it reads mm. Y-T, telling me that's what I've entered thus far. If I want to delete a character, I can press and hold my left arrow. T. Just deleted the T. Y. Just deleted the Y and so on. So, and again, videos, I've created videos on how to enter text. How do we put in uppercase letters? How do we put in numbers? The number row is present above our, our QWERTY row. All of that is there. What I'm more focused on though, is how do we dictate to this? And it's mm -hmm. asking for a city name. And Chicago was the last city I entered. Let, let's do something different though, just to throw this a curveball. We're going to go to um, the city of... Uh, my birth. We're going to go to Maywood, Illinois. Um, and I'm just going to demonstrate that here. So again, if I press and hold my voice button, I will hear a tone and then I will be able to say Maywood. So if I press and hold, I get a, uh, here, hold on. If I press and hold, I'm going to get a B. No entry I, found, message. I found that this doesn't work Q. well when I'm connected to the speaker. So give me one second. Maywood. There we go. It actually worked. Maywood. Press go to, to confirm. So you heard that, you. again, very quick, um, I heard a short boop, and I said Maywood, and it mm -hmm. says, okay, Maywood, press go to to confirm. So I'll hit my go to key, and it will search for Maywood on Maywood. the Illinois map. Searching. Select a city. One city. Maywood. Okay. So it found Maywood. I'm going to press mm -hmm. confirm. Enter street name. Now, street Q. name. Uh, I am going to say 25th Avenue. So again, I'm going to press and hold my voice key. 25th Avenue. No entry matching your message. I think it's because I'm hooked up. Q. Here. Let me try it again. We need that beep. And when I found yep. that when I'm hooked up to the mixer, I don't get the Doesn't beep. Always come. Hold on. One more time. I have come faith and confidence. I believe in it. 
No entry matching your message. Yeah, 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 yeah. Q. <laughs> right, let's try one more time here. 25th Avenue. No entry matching your message. Yeah, right. Q. So I think we'll do one more and that's it. Nope, not going to do it. Now, what I could do, uh, no and, I, and I, I know message. it's because I'm hooked up because I'm not actually hooked up to a microphone and it's uh, it's giving me trouble. What I'm going to do, though, if I want to manually enter this, I can just come up to my number row. One, two. And hit two, five. Three, four, five. And just hit go to. 25. Searching. It will Please find wait. any streets with two, five in them. Go, yeah. And I know there is a 25th Avenue Please in Maywood. Wait. Uh, and Select street. Two streets. 25th Avenue. Boom. Nice, 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 so it nice. finds it. So again, you can manually enter. You could use a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, we did see kind of that dictation in, in, in progress. If I unhook this from my mixer, it works every time with the beep. Um, something's weird where it doesn't want to do it when I have that hooked up. I think it but, must think that there's no, when you plug in your headphones, it probably thinks it, no microphone. the microphone, I wonder if the system yeah. microphone goes you know, inactive, so it's not yeah. here. Well, I, did, I did like the way that you could just type in 25 rather than 25th Avenue, because yeah, I mean, really that makes cool. the that makes the text input side of things really pretty convenient. The, yeah, so it, it, yeah, you just have to enter a string. It can be yeah. good and it can be bad, because if you have, let's say, Main Street and you only put in MA, it's mm -hmm, going to find sure. Massasoit and, you know, sure. all kinds of things. So you want to put in relevant letters, but for something mm -hmm. like 25th, it, you yeah. know it's just going to find yeah, it. So I can press go to again. Uh, press confirm. Sorry, on 25th Avenue. Here's my civic number. One. Again, I don't. I, I'm. You know, you can dictate in here as well and say mm -hmm. one two six six or something. So you are able to use civic dictation number. or mm. that's what that's called civic mm. number. That I is have yeah. no idea. Me neither. I just thought it was the number part. <laughs> the <address. laughs> civic number. All right, civic look at that. You learn something new every day. Civic number is your your uh, is the the technical term for the address. Okay. And when you put this in again, it'll create a landmark, and you can get driving directions, walking directions, or you could virtually enter map browsing mode from the address you put in. Nice. Um, and this is a, a, a huge piece. The other thing is you can use a Bluetooth keyboard in these fields. And I demonstrate this in a uh, in a snapshot tutorial on how we do that. It's very, very straightforward. I mean, you pair the keyboard and start typing. Boom, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. Peter, I, uh, I hate to jump in and interrupt here, but somehow we only have five minutes left. I don't yeah, know right. where the time has gone here, but I don't know if you wanted to demonstrate the OCR. Um, yeah. just, uh, I do want to briefly do yeah. the OCR. I'm going to stop my camera share because it'll just be in my way, uh, but I will do a brief demonstration of the OCR. I'm going to put my webcam up here to my left, and I'm going to grab our, our, our uh, cookbook here. And what I'm going to do, again, we're going to go into detection modes. So I'm going to press and hold my up arrow. Detection modes. Address confirmation. Now, again, the first one is address confirmation. I'm going to use my right arrow to come over to quick reading. Quick reading. And one more time over to detailed reading. Detailed reading. Because I'm taking a picture of a, of a printed page. So I'm going to mm. do a detailed reading here. Now, when I press confirm, what it will do is it will guide me through a sort of a field of view report. It's going to tell me move up, move left, move right to help you position your to help you position your camera to take the best OCR picture you can. What I general rule of thumb, and I'm sure Corey, you you teach this as well, is elbows on the table. Uh, if you don't have a stand, your elbows on the table will serve as a great stand as kind of the the right height and whatnot. So I'm just going to mm -hmm. press confirm. Camera ready. Camera move is closer. ready. See how it says move closer. Rotate clockwise. Again, I'm just kind of moving my camera around so we can Rotate see. Rotate clockwise. Once it's ready. Rotate clockwise. It will tell you to stop moving. 
Rotate then it will, clockwise. Then it will take Rotate the picture. Clockwise. <laughs> so Rotate clockwise. Every OCR loves uh, to just constantly. Clockwise. Yep. It all, and it always wants yeah. it better, right? So, it's so tricky. It's so tricky to get clockwise. But again, if you want I to take the photo. Clockwise. Clockwise. <laughs> Stop moving. Taking picture. There we go. There you go. Awesome. Can you force it to take a picture, Pete? Or do you have to wait for it to... Uh, camera ready. What's up? Can you force it to take a picture, or do you have to wait for yes. it to be aligned? You, you can just press confirm. You okay. can just press confirm. Yeah. So if you want to, here, I'll, I'll demonstrate. If I just hit stop confirm, moving, taking it's picture. just going to say stop moving, taking picture, and it's going to take that yeah. photo. Ascaral and white bean soup, Zupa Dice is completely ill. Adjust the ill. Completely ill. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> a nice quick shot, right? It's completely <laughs> ill. Ask, but if I want to make Ascaral and white bean soup, this is the page I'm on. And I, again, if I do a quick reading, just to quickly demonstrate what that means. Detect uh -huh. quick reading. Camera what you'll ready. hear, I'm just going to hold my camera up here. It's going to take a picture. And white bean soups, pass a wall, M-E-D-L-K. Again, it pulls and then it'll take a new photo. Hold on. So it's, um, it's actually it's is taking pictures. Oh, it's not okay. doing, it's not yes. doing like a live sure. thing. It's just taking photos. Oh, so because it's meant for, detection I'm going to stop it. Because it's quick offline. Reading. Uh, we don't yeah. want to have a video feed. Being oh, live. sure, sure, of course. It, yeah. The reason why seeing AI can do some of those things, it is, it's going through servers and things, and it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not, because this is offline. If you run a video feed, you start getting all kinds of caching on your device. When you do snapshot photos as opposed to the video feed, mm -hmm. you get better results in a rapid fire sort of environment. We've we've experienced with it, mm -hmm. and I'll tell you when I was doing some original beta testing, I went to upload some images and I had like. 748,000 photos technically Ooh. because it was wow. running the video stream and trying to capture each stream, part of the stream, yeah, 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 rather yeah. text. So we learned very quickly that it wasn't a very efficient way to, uh, to, to kind of gather. But again, the device will, that quick reading, quick reading. is great for explore is great for when you are trying to gather text in your environment mm -hmm. i like to yeah. aim it at windows kind of just have it taking pictures as i'm walking down the street sure, i sure. find it really useful so uh, a couple cool. of modes uh, and there will be videos demonstrating these as well um, awesome. that certainly we'll dive into all right pete we are at time here but quickly because we still haven't answered joe lisa's question how much is it going to cost and does it um does it uh, speak in other languages so it will speak in other languages. The localizations, there are about 18 localizations. Um, nice. They will primarily be Spanish, French, German, a lot of European languages at this point, Arabic. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the cost, so from a US standpoint, uh, the launch cost is going to be 1595. Mm -hmm. so, right, we'll, so and again, I think when it, when it comes to that, we really want to think about where this device goes as we move forward. Where does it? Where does that AI start to lead us into benefits that far outweigh what we can do on a smartphone today? Uh, sure. For someone who's not familiar with it, that's mm -hmm. a very steep price point. We're we're very much aware of that. Um, I think it comes down to though the AI, how we're going to be able to work with it, and and what we will be able to bring forward as these cameras uh, start to take shape and, and, and kind of bring us some new features. So, you know, it's, every, every new product, all, all you know, new products. If you want to be in sort of at ground level, especially a product like this that's got the two cameras where the future is so open to mm. this product, you have to remember yeah. that there is going to be a bigger cost on, on, on something like this. Yeah, and I think for many, it's, and, and I, I tell this to anyone, if, you know, we're not here, and I would never tell someone that this is a replacement for your iPhone travel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you're, this is meant for a specific user. Um, if the product is not right for you, please don't, don't 
don't get the product. <laughs> I, I can't say it enough. We know that this is a very useful product and will be, it will develop into something very, very useful for many users, but it's not like it's this uh, perfect solution for everyone out there. Um, we live in the GPS space because we still have a lot of customers who are very comfortable in that mm -hmm. space and where this will fill you know, a great void uh, in what it is they're trying to do. So, and I certainly, even as a power user, I still do use it. I, I really like the standalone GPS, much as I still use a Victor Reader stream because I like to push buttons. I like to have a dedicated device for reading books. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that's, that's me. I think that... Um, we, we will find a lot of success in this product and I think it will mature. I, I know this product will mature outside of just being a, a standalone GPS device with a couple of cameras. Uh, we will see more innovation with what and, we're uh, able to do with AI. Relating to that, Pete. So, uh, well, first of all, I just want to, I just want to make sure I, uh, I, I do this. Somebody asked me uh, to get the Canadian uh, launch price. If you happen to know what it is. I do not, but I okay. I will make sure you get that in. in and again, the, this will be announced on the 23rd. So sure. it is currently the 18th. Yep. If you so wait till the days. 23rd of August, you will have yep. all the launch, the info for extended warranties, the info on all of that. And please join us on September 1st as well. Um, I, I will, I believe it is, no, I'm not even going to do that because I don't know what the exchange rate was set. When they when they justified price yeah, points, yeah, no so, problem. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to misspeak because I'm good at that. Where I say something <laughs> and then I realize the dollar was at a certain level, and <laughs> so somebody um, calls and says, "Peter promised me." Yeah, yeah exactly. Peter yeah. told me twenty but, twenty Canadian dollars. <laughs> I thought it was weird, but he promised me. But we are we are we are fired up. We really are. We're excited to be in this space. Um, we we have it's not cool had this type of product, and it's going mm -hmm. to be extremely extremely neat to to bring this forward. And you'll be seeing hearing a lot from me in the upcoming uh, months and and whatnot on product demoing and things like that. So cool. please may, stay yeah. tuned. Maybe we can have you on in the future once the product has matured a little bit and that we yeah. have some new features and so on and so forth. We'll there is a here lot too. going on I behind love, the scenes. Yeah. I would love to do a live uh, demonstration out and about. Yeah. So uh, talking of which, uh, let's make a little segue here. So uh, we have recently uh, got back to making our produced videos. Yep. And the first one released last Thursday. Um, Jonathan, our producer behind the scenes here, has been working diligently Editor on putting those together. Editor extraordinaire. Yep. So uh, the first one released last Thursday, that was on... Uh, the uh, Ox site by Onyx, and I think it came out very nicely. So yeah. please do go to our YouTube channel to check that out, youtube.com forward slash InFocus Technology, and uh, you will be able to see that video there. Yes, Peter? Can, can we please do, can we call it Tech Walk Live? Well, that's that is. Yeah. So if we if we Sing do on. one on the on um, on Peter's product here, the, the on the Stella, then we will uh, call it Tech Walk Life, especially for him. And uh, next Thursday we have our next exciting video come out. So they will be coming out every other Thursday in between the Tech Talk Live weeks. So yeah. the week after the Tech Talk Live week, we will have a produced video releasing every week. Every, you get us every week. You will get us in or some form. Some us, yeah. And uh, the next produced video will be Corey talking about the. Um, um, the app, which is known as Google Lookout. There we go. I got <laughs> that. Got it. I knew you were going to um, get so, there. <laughs> um, so uh, that's, uh, I've seen a rough edit of the video, and it's coming together very nicely. Yeah, so uh, please look forward to that. As I said before, it is youtube.com forward slash in focus technology. And uh, oh, I can also show you what that looks like without my handy button here. That's what that would look like if you go to YouTube and uh, check out that channel. With that being said, Peter, I would love to keep on talking because it's always a, uh, a great pleasure. But uh, unfortunately, we're out of time here. So thank you very much for coming on the show. I hope you had a nice time. 
as always thank you so much i always appreciate the uh, the, the you know reaching out and when you guys say can you come on and it's always great to be here and I'm, yeah, i look forward to, to coming you. back and hopefully seeing you guys in person sooner than later uh, as well so just before that would be great just before i let you go actually jonathan has just informed me we do have a question from youtube so uh jonathan right uh spencer was wanting to know if this will be at the bva uh next week the uh, blinded veterans association they have a national uh convention yeah, dc excellent. yep so, so uh, I, I do believe, sorry, I know, I know he can't hear me. Okay, go I ahead. Believe, go for it, I believe it should be there. Uh, ITG, who is our dealer uh, in on the East Coast, will be at uh, exhibiting at uh, BVA. Okay. And I believe they will have the device. I could be wrong because it will not be me. So right. uh, I'm not at BVA this year. Um, but... And it, frankly, it will... if it's not you, Pete, then why even bother at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a waste of it. No, I think um, the it's this a, will be uh, certainly probable. available to, through the VA um, and certainly will be a, a major place where we have it. So I, I believe it should be there next week, but I can't make any guarantees. Okay, that's good enough. Thank you. Well, thanks again, Pete. Uh, very much looking forward to seeing you in person soon and uh, talking to you again on the show whenever uh, we are able to do that. And thank you, everybody, for watching. It's been a, uh, an excellent show, as usual. We look forward to seeing you on our YouTube channel next Thursday for the release of our video on the Google Lookout. And we look forward to seeing you on Tech Talk Live in two weeks' time. Do we know what we're talking about? No, of course we don't, because we are severely underprepared, as usual. But uh, I will be sending out an email blast to let you know. And I'm sure it'll be great, whatever it is. So. <laughs> I'm positive. I'm positive it's going to be fantastic. But I for think now, you guys thanks. should make some mores. Oh, well, oh, that would actually be really good, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that will be for, for next year, though, because <laughs> uh, we already have our schedule for this year. But uh, <laughs> thanks, everybody. I uh, look forward to seeing you soon. And we are out. Bye, friends. Thanks for joining us for another Tech Talk Live. If you enjoyed Corey and Luke's antics, join us again in two weeks. To register, visit vision-forward.org slash Tech Talk Live.